Welcome, friend, to today's episode. It's going to be a good one for you because I think this is something that all of us moms struggle with and we don't really talk about it enough. And I think that we have I've talked with moms, I have messaged with moms, commented with moms, and I think we're dancing around similar things, similar issues, one of them being today's topic, which is what I'm calling healthy habit decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is a phenomenon. Uh, psychologists are are very vocal about it these days. Decision fatigue is just exhaustion. And it's stemming from overwhelming need for daily decision making. So you have so many decisions needed needing to be made throughout the day. I can't remember how many naturally we make. I think it's like 35,000 or something like something crazy like that. But you have an overwhelming number of very important decisions to be made throughout the day. And this results in you feeling exhausted. So you feel tired. You feel brain fog. You actually feel experience physical symptoms of fatigue and mental fatigue as well. So all of this combined is getting in the way of taking care of ourselves and our decision-making ability. We have to acknowledge that it's limited and that taking care of our focus actually affects our health. It's not just a good thing to do. It's actually directly affecting our health, whether it's making the good decision to make a healthy habit or, or make a, a, do something in a healthy way, or it's just affecting our health and the fatigue it's, it's, it's wearing on our bodies, right? And so today I'm just going to be talking about four, maybe five, five ways uh, to walk out of decision fatigue and really get into agency and empowerment. Agency meaning just that you have the ability to choose and empowerment around your healthy habits. Let's get into it. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based, sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. So I decided to talk on decision fatigue today because this past weekend I spent a whole Saturday accomplishing absolutely nothing, but I felt so busy. I felt extremely busy, (laughs) but nothing that was actually on my to-do list was actually done. And I had to get big things done for work for the next week. And I just wanted to work out and I also wanted to have some family time. Uh, but we we agreed to dog sit a, a dog that is not ours. So that was a little bit different than our normal flow. It was raining outside. So that was very different from our normal flow on the weekend. All the children were home. So that wasn't different in, in the normal weekday where we have some predictability. And my husband had a commitment that took up the morning and it just was just off all day long. All these things combined with those powers combined, we did nothing. And so we did nothing. Uh, we did stuff, but it was not really as as productive as I wanted it to be. And I really came away from the day just 
almost sad um, that I hadn't really gotten anything done. And I felt so physically tired from just kind of surviving through the day. And I realized in my kind of decision fatigue, overwhelm, coma, hangover (laughs) the next day um, that I had been stuck in decision fatigue. And so many things had been off from our normal mode with the dog and the weather and, you know, my husband being out in the morning that it just all together was really, really challenging. And so um, I, I wanted to talk to you today because I think it's so common. We find ourselves in decision fatigue all the time and we need to lit physically and mentally walk out of this place, especially when it comes to our, our healthy habits. This last Saturday was not the first time this happened. It's not going to be the last time this happened. And I really want to help you Think about the ways that you can begin to make small decisions that will make a huge change in how how you process, in your energy level, in your focus, and everything together. And I just want to start with this one kind of idea. This is not one of my, it's part of the first one, but as we lead into the first tip that I'm going to give you, I want you to commit to do less, particularly when it comes with to your healthy habits. Now we've got all the big goals. We got all the, th- the big dreams that we want to accomplish and, you know, oh, the big idea of, of what we want to do, but I want you to commit to do less because that is where the decision fatigue starts to happen. We can't figure out a way from where we are to where we want to go, and then we just do nothing. And so that's, that's gonna lead me to tip number one, which is simplify. And I've given you five habit areas. Hopefully, if this is your first time listening, I talk about the five habit areas all the time. And the five habit areas for body habit rescue are hydration, movement, meals, sleep and stress, hydration, movement, meals, sleep and stress. And those are not in that order, but those are, are the, the really kind of foundational pieces of healthy living and, and, and any improvement in any of those areas, as I always say, is an improvement in your overall health. But I want you to simplify and boil your healthy habits down to the one thing that will get you closer to your goal. Is it drinking more water? Is it, you know, is it going on a walk? Is it whatever it is? What is the one thing that that stands between you and starting, right? It's really, really simple. Think about that. Write it down. Is it that you need more structure in your day? Is it that you need more structure in your children's day? If you're stay at home, mom, if you have children at home with you, some children at school, having more structure in your day is going to make all the difference in the world to begin to understand where your margin is. And I'll get to that in a second as well. But really think about what is the one thing that stands between you and getting started or doing the first thing to get healthier? Is it, you know, looking up gyms? Is it finding a class that, that suits your, your family's schedule? Is it figuring out your family's schedule and looking, you know, what are the holes in your schedule that you can possibly take a class? There, think about it. What is the one thing? Write it down right now. Number two, tip number two, I want you to budget your time. And this is massively important because especially as busy moms, we find that we're just scattered everywhere. We've got people needing us over here. We got commitments over here. We got projects over here. And we really want to 
whittle down and find the true margin in our day. And that goes with structuring our day. If you don't have a structured day, you really want to get on top of that because you want to be able to name the true margin in your day for things like daily movement things like sleep, things like intentional eating. So you want to have time that you're you're thinking ahead about what you're going to eat, that you're filling up your water bottle first thing in the morning and last thing at night, that you're journaling or intentionally adding joy to your day, some sort of stress relief that is part of your regular rhythm and routine. It's really important that you find the margin in your day to begin to Add these to your regular rhythms, your regular commitments, your regular routine. And this is going to be my, my tip number three is having that mental commitment. And you turn optional healthy habits into promises to yourself that you must show up. Just like if you had a meeting, you know you're going to show up for that meeting. Well, you have a meeting with yourself to go on a walk right? You have a, and this is going to be temporary until it becomes a habit, but you're going to have to show up and pr- make promises to yourself to, to follow through with the commitment that you have in mind. And you have children commitments, you have project deadlines, and the same thing is it, it's going to work the same way with your healthy habits. It seems really simple and simplistic, because it is. <laughs> and we overlook the opportunity to follow through and follow up on the things that we've committed to, to ourselves. Number four, I mentioned it when I was talking about budgeting our time, but I want you to make it a routine and not stack your healthy habits alongside things that are already working. If you already are taking children to school, by the time you stop at your work, or you stop, get back home or something like that, immediately step out of the car and go for a walk. If that is already something that you already do every single day, is it that you already wake up at 545 in the morning and and do work? Well, stretch before you get started on your computer, stretch, make make that moment that you're just kind of waking up your body, your heart, your mind, all the things that you're taking time to move around for just that two or three minutes before you crack open that computer. And I find that if there's one thing we do well, especially as Americans, if there's one thing we do well, it's eat. And we're going to eat. (laughs) We're going to snack, we're going to have meals, but we're not very intentional about those meals. So we've got to work on that part. But if you're one of the blessed ones to have an actual lunchtime, then my thought is to you know, get, take a walk before the, the meal or right after the meal or make sure that you're hydrating right before your meal. Whenever you, whatever kind of routines you already have, really pairing your healthy habits around those, your bedtime, making sure that you piggyback your bedtime on something that really is going to be the end of the day, that you count down after your dinner time that you're going to need to do X, Y, Z and then bed. And there's nothing in between that. You take up the time with actual uh, an actual plan. And that's really where it comes, to, where kind of rubber meets the road in the evening times, because we kind of go willy nilly. We completely go off track and we do something. Com- we're, we're like, oh, it's, I have my time. No, you have commitment. <laughs> you have, you're committed to doing something that's either adding to your life, adding value to their life, like learning something joyful, something journaling, de-stressing, whatever it is. And then you are going to sleep. So, or, you know, time with your 
your partner, whatever it is, you're going to sleep, right? These are, you got to back that out and make it really, really intentional. Not to the point where you're like, I have to go to sleep because I'm not, I'm all of a sudden going to like, you know, fail tomorrow. No, you're going to sleep. I have to go to sleep because I've got to get seven to nine hours of sleep every night, right? So make it a routine by stacking your healthy habits alongside things that are already working. And then number five, and this one's this one's not less mental and more kind of action oriented, but meal plan, meal plan, because this is going to save you time. It's going to save you money because you're buying in bulk and you can see ahead. And then it, you're going to be have more intentional eating. And maybe it's meal planning daily for a while or meal planning for three days ahead of time or inventorying what you have and then seeing if you can make a few meals ahead of time out of that. How Whatever makes sense for you right now, your meal planning is going to boost you forward nutritionally. It's going to boost you with just the kind of mental discipline of staying within your means, both being intentional about when you're eating and what you're eating. There's so many pieces about meal planning that are, are just health filled. And so consider that that is, that is one of your first steps, stepping out of this decision fatigue, especially as a mom, you're, you're probably deciding on meals. Many of us are the main meal decision makers. And so if we can do as much of that decision making in a closed period of time for as many meals ahead of time as possible, you're going to find the relief in time and in quick time in early time. So just thinking about that, But again, I would go back to that basic statement. Progress in the five habit areas gives you progress in your overall health and it gives you immediate relief. It gives you more energy, gives you more joy. It gives you hormonal health. It gives you so many pieces of your health are start functioning in ways that enable you to to live better every single day. So again, those five habit areas are movement, meals, hydration, sleep, and stress management, right? And these are going to give you immediate relief. So I hope this is helpful for you, just talking you through and kind of building some discipline into your world, trying to build some walls so that you can make those decisions. And if you need more accountability in them, just come hang out with me, jump into the Body Habit Rescue Facebook uh, community, facebook.com slash groups slash body habit rescue. And then uh, uh, there's also actually, I think it's tomorrow, my time, Wednesday, January 31st, we're, we're going to have another new year freebie. I will be teaching a mobility class live virtually. So uh, jump into the Facebook group. You'll get the details on that. If you want to join me or catch the replay, I'm also doing a free fitness boost this February. So any of those things, I just want to encourage you to, to gain accountability in these things that I'm talking about. Okay. So I think that's it for today. I hope that this is helpful for you. If it has been helpful for you, come leave me a review or come hang out in the Facebook group and I'll see you next time. Let's move friends. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.